McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brobble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. It's Enrico Palazzo! You should have been pulled in the front room. They have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth, but they had faith in you. And you. Utah, give me two. Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. We're on live here at 421 Eastern Standard Time. If you're watching this later, Hey, did you subscribe to YouTube? Did you stick around? We're on the push to 400 because we're getting close to May and we need to crack that number before May begins. Can we do it? We've got a few days left. It's going to be May. going to be May, folks. Let's talk about who could thrive this coming month here. We've had a fascinating opening month to start off the 2023 Fantasy Baseball Major League Baseball season. Tanner Beebe showed up yesterday and he said, I'm going to be really, really, really good. Really good. That's putting it mildly. That may be putting it mildly because he shoved yesterday in his debut against the Colorado Rockies. Now, I wonder, just for fun, would he have had the same output yesterday afternoon if he had pitched it? Coors. Not sure that would be the case. Either way, Tanner Beebe is someone we all got to pick up, but the key question comes down to this, and I posted a piece about this. On the Patreon, that's right. The Patreon starts at three bucks, folks. I did a bonus audio. There's a lot of bonus audio, bonus episodes you're missing if you're not on the Patreon. Starts for three dollars. Three bucks. Come on. Entertainment information. I play high stakes. I play in the main event on NFPC. That's about as big as it gets. And I play on Yahoo. I'm all over the place. I do it all. I got 21 leagues this year. I'm fully stacked and committed. So go on the journey with me. So I can go on the journey with you together. We can experience something more than we ever thought possible by ourselves. <laughs> that's pretty dumb, huh? Wow, dude. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. But what I do believe is this. The Tanner BB is someone we have to pick up, but we don't know how long he's going to last. He has a lot of talent, but Cleveland knows pitching. And Tristan McKenzie's on the mend. He's on the move. He's going to do his first bullpen this week. Very positive for those of us that drafted Tristan McKenzie, expecting a banner season this year, which we have not gotten yet because he's been hurt. But then Logan Allen was already called up last weekend, and he pitched well. So, yes, Tanner Beebe's amazing, but these things don't always go according to plan or how we fantasy managers want them to happen, right? Right. You know what I'm talking about. So, anyways, I'm excited to talk about May because it's going to be May. May. And uh, right after this, I'm going to do the prospects half hour with my friend Ben Chase. So if you're watching this later, this means absolutely nothing to you other than the fact that you can watch that show, which would be posted, I assume, because this is taking place in the future, even though right now this is taking place live. 
Weird. So, don't forget, should I do the business time real quick? Yeah, let's do some business time. Let's fire up the old business time machine and share with you guys. Because in May, just because a guy had a great May last year or has a history of being good in May, that doesn't mean they're going to be good again this May. I mean, every May is different. It's going to be May. Yes, we know it's May. Thank you, Justin. But the problem is past performance does not indicate future output. You know what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean? Because in a world where one man had it all in May. <laughs> it's going to be May. Doesn't mean he's going to have it all the following May. So we'll take a look at that here. Let me fire up the business time machine so we can get into our business. Because business is important, you know. Look at me. This is the perfect shirt to dance to this song, too. It's so stupid. If you're hearing the podcast version, you're really missing out on our YouTube. Two L's, two Z's, plus podcast. Give Subscribe me now. We'll open up a little chest here. here. Yeah. Oh, got yeah. a chest zit. Oh, I think I got a chest zit brewing. Oh, shit. Now we're going to make love. About that? You know how I know. Anyways, check out FTFFantasy.com. Groovy with Govier. If you have not read it, it's an excellent article this week. It's totally free. You've heard of FTN Fantasy, and you should sign up for a subscription because if you gamble, if you play DFS, or you play season long, we cover all three at FTN. It's awesome, and there is a lot of content there from tons of people who are smarter than me. FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, FTNBets.com. All three will play. Use my promo code MJGovier. Sign up. Give it a shot. Yeah. I'm off to a good start with the totals, but I'm not doing so great with the props. I thought I had figured something out with the player props over the weekend when I hit Wilson Contreras to... Not only rip a double against the Mariners, but also to have two hits in a game. Not an easy prop to hit. So I thought I figured something out, but that turned out to be bullshit. I did not know what the hell I was talking about. It was all a fraud. It was all a lie. It's very sad. That is bullshit! Yeah, it is bullshit. So check out FTMFantasy.com, my article. Everybody else's article on there. Eric Cross, Vlad Sedler, his fab is a must-have. Also, shout out to the Discord. Discord's free. Bye. Say hello. NFL Draft is tonight. We've got an NFL Draft channel because we cover fantasy football in there as well. So it's not just baseball. we got football. We do it all in the Discord. It's totally free. And if you sign up for the Patreon, then you get access to exclusive Discord channels where we can talk about your teams. You can get my personal phone number, and you can text me about your teams. It's that serious. Palazzo Podcast Patreon. Reebok. Utah. Two L's, two Give me two. That's where it all starts. I'm probably missing something, but that's all the business I'm going to have for this session. Remember, nobody does it like us here at the Palazzo Podcast. (laughs) All right. So, April was a great time for certain players. We've all heard about Patrick Wisdom and how amazing he was. What a ride. Brandon Marsh, he's had a hell of an April. He's come alive. Really nice to see. In fact, we talked about it last week. If you missed last week's episode with me and Britton Allen, we talked about Brandon Marsh. How he's been on a tear basically since he was traded to the Phillies. Last year. So it doesn't seem like it's a fluke. But will these trends continue into April? I mean, Max Muncy's got 11 dongs. 11 dongs. Wow, dude. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Let's pull up the cheat sheet here so we can all share. Because when you're here live on the YouTube version, you also get stuff to look at. That's right. I love entertaining audio-wise, but I also love giving things to look at. Wait, where are we? What happened? Whoop. There we go. Yeah, that makes more sense. So let's zoom in a tad here and take a look at 
League leaders across Major League Baseball and home runs. There it is. Max Muncy leads away. Muncy and Pete Alonso have cracked double digits. Raphael Devers right behind him. Patrick Wisdom, who's the guy crashing the party. He's crashing the home run party. Shout out to Patrick Wisdom. Joey Gallo, who's already been on the injured list and come back, has seven dongs. That's incredible. I can't believe I drafted Joey Gallo on my main event with my second to last pick. That was a great pick. What a great pick that was. Shout out to Brady Tinker, who told me he was going to hit 37 home runs at the main event draft. Brady came up. As soon as I drafted Joey Gallo, Brady's like, oh, he's going to hit 37 dongs this year. Shout out to you, Brady. Looks like you're on the right track with that one. And then Jared Kelnick, seven dongs. That's exciting. This is the power output. James Altman has been a nice surprise. Hunter Renfro's doing what he does, cranking dongs. Jordan Alvarez, you know what he does. And the real surprise here, Yandy Diaz with six home runs in April. Holy shit, that is crazy. Damn! The guy that has been torn to shreds in the fantasy baseball community for so long for his launch angle, for his ground balls, his incredibly powerful ground balls, has finally lifted some dongs over the fences with the 400 OBP because we know he's got a great eye. He's always been an OBP benefactor. A guy that you definitely are using in OBP leagues every year, but you always wish for more power. And now Yandy Diaz is giving it to us. Isn't that amazing? I don't see any reason for that to go away either. Because if he does what he did in April, then hopefully we're looking at a 25 home run season. If you drafted Yandy Diaz, you got to give yourself kudos right now. Give yourself a round of applause because you deserve it. That was the right call. It really was. I... I'm so sick of Andy Diaz that I definitely didn't draft him anywhere. And he's always somebody you could pick up on the waiver wire anyway. So I figured, oh, well, if he does catch fire, I'll go grab his ass. Right? But, I mean, he's making the hard contact. That's what he always does. 41% according to pitcher list. Again, hard contact rate, hard hit rate. There's fan graphs, there's stat cast, and then pitcher list has their own here. And So everybody's kind of taking from everywhere, and I assume this is a general representation based upon legitimate information. I don't know. Oh, Jamie's here. Jamie says, well, you and me both with Gallo. That's right. How about that? And then Rooker had a nice April, even though the A's suck. It doesn't matter if the Oakland Athletics are terrible as a team. Brent Rooker cranking dongs. Brent Rooker and Jesus Aguilar. Back-to-back twice? God damn, that is cray cray. Man, give him a cold. Oh, wait, we're not supposed to be drinking Anheuser Bush? Bud Light's out, right? Bud, Bud Light. You ever hear that song on Twitter? It's so stupid. Bud, Bud Light. By these two jackasses. The guy's called Trump's nephew, I think. Fuck Bud Light. Okay, well, I don't drink Bud Light, so I don't have to worry about that crisis within the Bud Light community. Tonight at 11, crisis in the Bud Light community. Stay tuned for more. Will Bud Light be available going forth? Is it tolerable? Tonight at 11. But good news for Yandy Diaz. We're all happy for him. Are you happy for him? I don't know if I really am that happy for him. I'm just glad that he's cranking dongs. Because, you know, you take a look at his picture list page here. Whoop. There it is. That's what I wanted to bring up here live on the Palazzo Podcast. Two whales, two Utah. Give me two. 12% walk rate, 15% K rate. I mean, that's so great. Guy does not strike out a ton. He can hit for average. He can get on base. He always has done that, and he's hitting the ball hard, and that's very, very exciting. He's in the top 100 on the pitcher list ranking, so that's good news. I'm pro Yandy Diaz. I'm a little skeptical, though, going forward that he's going to be able to crank dongs like he's done in April. 
I think everyone should be skeptical of it. But there's definitely no reason to drop him. If you have Yandy Diaz, hold Yandy Diaz. Take him with you going into May. It's going to be May. It's going to be a great month. You're going to have a happy time with you and Yandy. Have a wonderful fantasy baseball production. Isn't that great? It's wonderful. Great news. Very exciting moments here. Very happy for Yandy Diaz. Hell, the Rays, they got ripped by the Astros. The Astros kicked some serious ass on the road. How about that? That was really impressive. That was very impressive. The Astros taking it to the Rays, and they said, you know what? We're going to kick the Braves' ass on the road, too. That's quite a stretch, an impressive run. And the Astros, man, they're just the team to beat again, aren't they? It's not even up for debate. Luis Garcia looked incredible. Luis Garcia had a great outing. Great job. He really did. Did you see this yesterday? Let's pull it up. Uh, Johnny, pull up G12. Yeah, there we go. Anybody know that reference? If you know that reference, then I'm going to give you a lot of credit because that's a deep cut from a beautiful man, a legendary comedian who died way too young. That's for damn sure. But Luis Garcia went to Tampa and he said, you know what? I got this. I got things under control. Don't worry about me, boys. Let me take care of business. And uh, that's exactly what he did. He went out and took care of business this week against the Tampa Rays in a shutout performance. And that was not the only shutout of the series between the Rays and the Astros. Great job. Yeah, you got to give full credit. Luis Garcia had 15 swinging strikes against the Rays on Tuesday night. Very, very impressive. That's not trash. That's not Reed Detmer's 22 whiffs, which Reed was able to get in his last outing. Really, really impressive last weekend. But still, let's not compare. Let's not, you know. Joy is destroyed by comparison. Comparison is the death of joy, in case you've never heard that one. But 15 swinging strikes makes me... Pretty optimistic that Luis Garcia may not do that again this season, or will he? Let's take a look here at the breakdown. Here he is. This was on Tuesday night against the Rays. For those of you watching live on YouTube, we're taking a look at his StatCast chart from that game. Got 15 whiffs, as I said, 31% whiff rate overall. Doing most of the damage with the cutter and the slider, it appears. His four-seamer, you got a couple whiffs with. That's nice. He's not going to get a ton of whiffs with that four-seamer, but if he has the pitch mix going then his other pitches should improve the deception there. But it's not a guarantee. Got a few called strikes as well. 32% CSW with the cutter, the slider, and the four-seamer. Ah, he threw nine change-ups, got two whiffs on that, and apparently he throws a curveball. I don't know if that got misconstrued as a sweeper or not, but <laughs> nobody was falling for the curveball. Should ditch the curveball, Luis Garcia. Consider doing that. Overall, that's a nice outing for him. And you're going to ask yourself, well, this is definitely a reason to keep Luis Garcia, but it is a reason to acquire Luis Garcia going forward. That, my friends, is definitely a fair question because we're talking about going into May, right? It's going to be May. It's going to be May. So should we believe in life after love or should we say Luis Garcia of the Astros, not Luis Garcia of the Nationals. I love Luis Garcia of the Nationals, one of my personal favorites. He's doing all right, by the way. Not not a terrible season. Not a terrible start. The Nats are fun. The Nats are playing with fire. They don't care. They'll go on the road. They'll kick the Twins' ass. They'll kick the Mets' ass. The Mets' ass? How would you say that? 
The Mets ass? We're gonna kick some Mets ass. We're gonna kick the Mets's ass. Great job. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm gonna lock it in either way. I could be totally wrong. But the Nats are kind of fun right now. And Kyle Finnegan has five saves despite a seven plus ERA, I believe. That's not great, but I've benefited because I drafted Finnegan as a cheap saves guy around like ADP 250. It was just like, okay, well, Finnegan's going to, the Nats are going to get some saves and Finnegan's going to get them. And he has so far. Don't love his ratios, but if you're purely looking at saves and you're the type of person who doesn't like to pay for saves, then you look at Edwin Diaz, right? And you look at Ryan Presley, who actually is heating up now. It looks like Presley in the early season strangeness that was surrounding him right now in Houston is over. Ryan Presley is the guy. He got a save last night, I believe. He's had two saves this week, or at least one. He's the guy now. After the uncertainty, I'm feeling confident. I hope you didn't drop Ryan Presley. And if somebody did, you definitely should pick him up and lock him in because this is Presley's team going forward, especially as we move into May. It's going to be May. But let's take a look at Luis Garcia's outing before he took on the Tampa Rays. This was against the Blue Jays, and it was a home start for the Jays and the Astros. And in that contest, Luis Garcia had 23 whiffs. Damn! 23! So much less than his performance against the Rays. That is really impressive. 23 whiffs. Wow. That's just something that <laughs> stands out. That tops Reed Detmer's 22 whiffs he got. So I'm going to be... I'm probably looking like a fool right now just saying this because holy shit. I didn't know he got that impressive a performance when Luis Garcia and the Astros took on the Blue Jays on April 19th, was it? <laughs> yes. Wow. 23 whiffs. Look at this. So I'm pulling it up here live on the show. We're in here on the YouTube, which you should subscribe to. Would you please just subscribe to the YouTuber, please? Get us to 400. Utah. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. And on that night, the cutter, he threw, wow, 51 cutters, Luis Garcia did. He got 19 whiffs on 34 swings. A 56% whiff rate on that cutter against the Jays. Holy cow. That is fantastic. So it should be no surprise then that Luis Garcia followed up this start on the 19th against the Jays at home with a shutout performance against the Rays on the road. He wasn't even as dominant as he was in this start. Wow. This is just... I wasn't paying attention. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I'm immersed in baseball all day, every day, but yet I don't catch everything. And this is very surprising to me. This is very pro Luis Garcia because he's the kind of guy that was an afterthought for this rotation when you compare the studs in Houston. You know, Fran Valdez, Hunter Brown even gets more run than Luis Garcia. And Hunter Brown was good last night himself. So no disrespect to Hunter Brown, but man, oh man, that's impressive. Luis Garcia, really surprising me. Ah, oh, Gnostic Baseball says Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. That's who I was referencing. Not Alex Jones, no, Bill Hicks. And anybody who tries to use Alec Jones as a, I don't know, it's just a disrespect to Bill Hicks because Bill Hicks was a very thoughtful guy. But I guess it is possible to think about how Bill Hicks was. He died in 1993. He was a great comedian. If you've never listened to Bill Hicks' stuff, it's really, really funny. 
Really, really funny guy. He died way too young in his 30s because of cancer. Good call, Gnostic Baseball. I'm really impressed that you were able to uh, snuff that out. Shout out to Gnostic Baseball, who has his own Substack, by the way. Chest it out. That's G-N-O-S-T-I-C for those of you listening. Gnostic Baseball has a Substack, so if you write stuff, check it out. Red alert. Red alert. Commercials incoming. Please be prepared to ignore them. These people are not your friends. These messages are intended to make you feel bad or that something is missing from your life. Red alert. Commercials incoming. Prepare to enable the use of your 15-second skip-ahead button. You are in terrible peril. Red alert. Red alert. Commercials incoming. In three, two, one. Breaking news from Jamie. Lamar signs a fine year. Oh, Lamar Jackson is staying in Baltimore. There it is. The saga. Our national nightmare is finally over. Thank God. All these teams that are trying to get a quarterback or they're looking to the draft for a quarterback, but Lamar Jackson is just sitting here saying, hey, uh, I know last season didn't finish very well, so it's recency and confirmation bias right now, possibly in a lot of people's heads, but he's a MVP. He is MVP quarterback. He's a really good QB. So good for Lamar. I love Lamar. Falling a little bit out of love with him though. Last year or two, I do admit that I was disappointed in the playoff performances. Not everybody can be Tom Brady. I get that, but I'm really excited that Lamar is going to stay in Baltimore. He is a Baltimore guy to the T. The city loves him. This is great news. Thanks, Jamie, for breaking that. Gnostic Baseball says Nats have Heimer. Of course they will. <laughs> That's got to be an inside Tigers reference right there, Gnostic. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Heimer Candelario. Watch out for him. Is he going to kick ass in May? Is it time for us to all be saying, wow, Heimer Candelario is incredible. Why have we not been on the Heimer Candelario train? He did hit a home run yesterday. I mean, anybody could hit a home run on any given day, right? Wow, dude. It's true. But Heimer went yard yesterday, and uh, every once in a while he'll do that. He's got four home runs on the year. And he's going to be a serviceable, deep league corner infielder. Heimer Candelario. Yay. Woohoo. Let's get excited for Heimer Candelario. Yay. We're in Delaware. Great. Heimer Candelario is right across the bay here in Delaware. If we go over to Maryland, we can watch Heimer Candelario. Woohoo. No, thanks. Okay, uh, who else is hot? Who's going to be hot? We talked about some of the power hitters. Actually, on Groove with Govia, I posted last year's hot, hot hitters, hot, hot players, if you will, from last May. And it doesn't mean they're going to dominate in May, but it's fun to take a look at who was impressive last year because it's just fun. You love stats. You love baseball. You love looking at stats. We love comparing, even if... Comparison is the death of joy. It's still fun to take a look at here. So these were last month's home run leaders in May. Pull this up for you live. Those of you who are following along on the audio version of the podcast, you can go to ftmfantasy.com and pull up Groove with Govier, totally free article, and you can follow along right there. Or you could uh, go to your favorite statistical website and type in May 1st to May 31st. You set up a category there, and then you click on home runs to see who had the most in 2022. 
Mookie Betts and Aaron Judge both had 12 dongs last May. Those are elite players that are rostered everywhere. That doesn't really help us. Paul Goldschmidt, Pete Alonzo, Trevor Story. Remember him? The Red Sox would like to have Trevor Story in the lineup. I really believe they would. I don't think uh, that's an overstatement. That's putting it mildly. It is putting it mildly. Christian Walker had nine dogs last May. Nine dogs? Christian Walker has nine dogs. I wonder if he has a labradoodle. But nine home runs. And Christian Walker, for a moment, I think I tweeted last week, is Christian Walker hurt? Because his numbers, in terms of his stat cast numbers and his power and his exit velocity, it seemed to diminish a fair deal. But uh, he did hit a home run since I tweeted that a week ago. The one home run. He's still not cranking dongs all that well. And I really thought yesterday against Ryan Yarbrough was going to be a free-for-all for Arizona. Oddly enough, Ryan Yarbrough comes out with a solid performance on the road against Arizona. Damn it. That really pissed me off. Especially as a former Yarbrough bro, which some people got me into a couple years ago. I got caught up, thought Ryan Yarbrough was going to be a sure thing for the Rays. He certainly wasn't. That was bullshit. It was total trash. And I got suckered in uh, to a situation I didn't want to be in. And you know what? It's not the first time it's happened to me in fantasy baseball. Won't be the last. That is bullshit. That's not bullshit. It did happen. But I finally broke free of Ryan Yarbrough last year or at least a year and a half ago. And I feel much better saying farewell to Yarbrough. Bye, Felicia. It's no longer available to threaten me and my statistical output for my fantasy teams. Not going to happen, Yarbrough. Not on my watch. So Christian Walker going to have a hot May again? It'd be nice to see him pick it up. It's possible. Could happen. The future is bright. Right? Maybe, maybe not. And then, uh, you know, Raphael Devers. Jorge Soler has had a nice start to this year. It'd be nice to see him have a nice May again. Back-to-back Mays. His back kind of ruined his 2022 season. So far, the back doesn't seem to be a major issue, and the Marlins are being smart about taking care of him, it seems. And Patrick Wisdom was on last year's hot May. He already had a hot April. Can he have back-to-back hot months by cranking 20 dongs by June 1st? Seems unlikely. It does seem unlikely. Depending on the context of your situation, I might sell Patrick Wisdom, even though I love Patrick Wisdom and I roster him in many, many leagues. But I know, you know, when the goose is cooked, I know when it's time to get out. Or do I? Because, you know, there's been years where I held on to guys way too long and it cost me. It's a subtle art, a really difficult Difficult thing to master, and nobody has it mastered by any means because you just don't know. And then Jordan Walsh was on this list last year, and then a lot of Cole Calhoun. Where is Cole at? Where has Cole Calhoun gone? That's a good one. Try that out. Oh, by the way, Robbie Ray is officially. Yep. It's a shame about Robbie Ray. It's a shame about Robbie Ray. Fuck, it sucks. I was really excited about Robbie Ray this year. In fact, I did put him in my FTN, did a staff article. Like, hey, what are your bold predictions, right? These are not bold, but bold predictions, but we're calling them bold predictions. But we're not calling them bold predictions, but they are bold predictions? Yeah, it's a cliche, but it's still fun to do because we love predicting what we think will happen every year. That's part of the joy of living another year is to make a prediction about what you think will happen. It's a lot of fun. And I thought Robbie Ray would, I think I said he would have the best, what was it, K to walk rate of his career, but it didn't come to fruition. It was very sad. Very, very sad moment for me. Bum me out. 
that he's out for the year. I knew it was coming, so I didn't drop him, but now it's time to drop Robbie Ray and redraft. Say goodbye, everybody. Robbie Ray is no more. <laughs> Say a prayer for Robbie. Rest in peace. I'm going to miss you, Robbie. I'm really, really going to miss you. I thought I was a genius. Genius, genius, genius. But it turns out I'm just stuck with nothing. Bye, Felicia. Very, very sad for me. So long, Robbie Ray. Also, so long, Jordan Walker. Bye, bye, bye. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May without Jordan Walker as he was demoted. The Cardinals are flipping the script today. They said, we're just gonna have a show and go. No batting practice. Everybody just kind of get there when you get there. And they take on the Giants today, and we're gonna be a new team today, a new age, as the Cardinals are shockingly 9 and 15. Fucking Cardinals. Nobody weeps for the Cardinals, especially nobody in Detroit weeps for the Cardinals, so you're not getting any sympathy or sadness. Oh, poor Cardinals. Screw that. But Jordan Walker was a guy I did not draft anywhere, only because I wasn't going to pay the draft price. It started to get up hotter and higher and higher and higher, and I do admit for probably a week I did have some FOMO. Oh, no, I'm not going to be a part of the Jordan Walker experience. Did freak me out momentarily. But then I realized, even as he got off to uh, that very special start with the hitting streak to start the season, and he's 20 years old, and it's, oh, my God, it's very exciting. Jordan Walker, Jordan Walker. Wasn't his time. And the Cardinals got off to a bogus start, and they've got too much talent. They they need to get more pitching. I said this in the offseason. I think coming into the season, it's pretty clear that St. Louis still needs more pitching, and they got too many hitters. I mean, in the minors now, they've got Juan Yapez and Jordan Walker on the same team. Those are really good hitters. They are. But they're on AAA Memphis Redbirds, which makes Memphis Redbirds a fun ticket right now. So if you're in the Memphis area, get your ass out there to see the Redbirds. Jordan Walker, Juan Yapez, Matthew Liberator, who, I mean, that's the guy to stash. That's who we need to get up. Matthew Liberator is a guy that you should have money on, you should want. You should try to get now because they're going to need him. And he's ticked up his velocity in the minors and everyone's getting really pumped about it. I'm even pumped about it. It seems pretty exciting because he had a pedigree. He has a pedigree as a prospect. So if it's happening, it doesn't seem like Liberator is too far off from the major leagues. I actually don't know if it's Matthew Liberator or Liberatory or Liberatory, Liberatora. Liberatoru. But Jordan Walker's uh, number is kind of ho-hum outside of the surface. Wasn't crushing the ball very hard. 33% hard hit rate. Not the kind of graphic that makes you jump out of bed and say, Thank you, Jesus! Jamie says, It killed my chances winning my 20-man leagues now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's sad. I don't want that for you. You're a good boy. But hey... Great job, Cardinals, having the show-and-go practice today and just showing up and playing their game. Great job. We'll see if that plays out for them. Jordan Walker will be back eventually, but for now he's going to have to stay down in the minors. And so is Todd Bradley. Todd Bradley apparently has to get acclimated to the five-man rotation, not the six-man rotation. (laughs) Oh, man. So funny. These games that these teams try to play, we all know the truth. Service time manipulation, Taj Bradley. We get it. But that's okay, though. If you didn't blow your wad in fab on Taj Bradley, now you can blow your wad on Tanner Beebe. Yes. 
I know I'm feeling that way. But the question is, again, Tanner Beebe or Logan Allen? I need, hey, Jake. Jake Hallisker. I know you're listening right now because Jake Hallisker. Shout out to Jake Hallisker, who listens to every show in the world. He's basically like, he's baseball pods light, essentially. Yeah, Jake Hallisker, baseball pods light. Jake, what's the story in Cleveland? Is it Logan Allen? Is it BB? You got to give me the answer. Make sure you follow Jake on Twitter because the dust mite knows all. And also Dave McDonald, my other Cleveland buddy. The Rotosaurus partner of Jake Hallisker. And High Stakes Heat. That show, the legendary show, Once Upon a Time. Never forget it. We need the Cleveland insight, guys. Hook us up. Let us know. By the way, uh, send us an email. I never share the email address. Palazzopodcast at gmail.com. Real simple. Send me an email, folks. Let's talk about what you hear on the show, and then we can talk about it in real time. Of course, we do that in the live chat when I'm live. But when I'm not there, and you have a question or something comes up, I don't want it to just disappear into the ether. Put it on a screen. Podcast at gmail.com. That's two L's, two Z's. You know the drill, right? Utah. There you go. Give me two. All right, let's look at some of the guys who had great FIPS last May. Before we leave, I got to go because I got to do the show with Ben. 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 I told you not to use the certified, Ben. So these were last May's FIP leaders. I think FIP is a great stat. Tells us a little bit more than just ERA. Zach Wheeler, standard. Garrett Cole, standard. Kevin Gossman, fairly standard. Martin Perez. I say Martin. Martin Perez. Remember the season he had last year? Why? He was one of the big surprises. Is Martin Perez doing it again this year? Because I didn't draft him at all, and I've just ignored him entirely. I really don't know. Is he hot? Is he not? Is he bogus? Let's take a look at his... Pitcher List graphics here. Uh, I am a subscriber to Pitcher List Pro. It's awesome. I really dig it. It's a really great tool. Look at these graphics. Look how easy it is to see what's going on. You get a snapshot and a heartbeat with blue and red. It's nice and organized. And you get a picture of Martin Perez. There he is. Well, he's 3-1 and one record-wise. He's got a 20% K rate, 7% walk rate. Um, ground ball rate of 49%. He's got some blue in here with a whip of 1.45. A 2-6 ERA with a 1.45 whip. That is, uh, hmm. It's not great, right? Not great, Bob. Not great. That's a cause for concern, I would say. Has me a little bit nervous. Uh, yeah, his FIPS, 437 on that 260 ERA. It looks like he might be getting a little bit lucky. 87% strand rate for Martin Perez. It's a ticking time bomb. He is. He always was. He just never was a guy that was going to dominate. And you... Usually picked him up to try to stream a win and hopefully not blow up your ratios. So last year he has this year, and suddenly there's a change of view of Martin Perez. Not me. I'm not changing my mind on who Martin Perez is. I know who he is. You all know who he is, so that's just the way it is. Jimmy wants to know, why don't you have your email in the scroll? You're right. I could have put that in the scroll here. When you're doing 10 things at once. When you try to host a show, talk about fantasy, baseball analysis, produce it, run the live chat, Hit the soundboard. I may have too many jobs. And I think I said this recently. I can't remember which show I said it on because I do a lot of shows. But I was talking about how it was refreshing because I've been doing these bonus episodes on the Patreon. Starts for three bucks. Two L's, two Z's, Philosophy Podcast. Utah, give me two. And I've just been doing audio only there, not live. And it's just, it's different because I have less responsibilities. I can just focus on the audio 
only. And it reminds me of why I loved radio growing up. I grew up on radio, local radio. I was so into it. I used to be the guy at night. My dad taught me how you could get AM stations from hundreds of miles away after sundown because the most powerful stations in the country would stay up and the other ones locally that were less powerful had to power down. So you could get stations from St. Louis while I was in Michigan. You guys could get a KMOX, I think, in St. Louis. I believe you used to be able to hear ball games on there. That was pretty cool. And KDKA in Pittsburgh. Fun stuff. But nobody cares about that now. All right, I got to go. I got to do the prospect show with Ben. Wanted to get on here, say hello. Deary's really busy right now. So think of my friend Deary, our pal Deary. He's in our thoughts. He's a busy, busy boy. And he has not gone anywhere. He's still here. I'm still here. I'm Michael Govier. Follow me on Twitter, MJ Govier. Utah. Give me two. Lots of podcasts, two L's, two Z's. You know the drill. Patreon starts with three bucks. I said it a billion times. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I leave it at FTN Fantasy. Get the bonus material. I'm going to turn it over to that guy. Because this is the official fantasy baseball podcast of Russell Crowe. See ya. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side.